Hey, podcast fans, this is Chris Webster, founder of the APN, and I just want to thank you for downloading this episode. Please consider becoming a member of the APN if you're not already and helping us make more great shows and get them out to the world. Head over to arcpodnet.com slash members or click the link in the show notes. On to the show. You're listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. Welcome to The Dirt, a podcast about archaeology, anthropology, and our shared human past. I'm Anna. And I'm Amber. And this is a very special bonus episode featuring the fine folks of One Star Archaeology. It's Chris Webster again. If you haven't checked out our new parent website, culturomedia.com, then please do. Culturo is spelled K-U-L-T-U-R-O, and it's where we promote all of our live events. We've got one coming up in November. Check it out over at Cultura when it gets posted. If it's already happened and you're hearing this, then as a member, you can go to your member pages and see the event recording. Our live events are always free, but you have to show up during the event to see it. So that's culturomedia.com for all our live events and more. Culturomedia.com. Chris Webster here, founder of the APN and host of several shows. I just wanted to let you know about our membership program and what it offers. Members of the APN get, for just $7.99 a month or cheaper if you pay for the year, ad-free episodes so you don't have to listen to me on the breaks, membership in our Slack team so you can continue the conversation with hosts and other members, and exclusive access to any of our live event recordings. Live events are always free, but you only get to watch the recording if you're a member. So head over to arcpodnet.com slash members for more info and to become a member. Our podcasts are always free, but this is just a little something extra and it really helps us out. That's arcpodnet.com slash members. So we've got more guests than we've ever had on a single episode with us today. So welcome, Shannon, Zach, Addie, and Sam. And we're so glad you guys could be here. Hi. 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 So can you each, maybe in the order of names that Amber just read out, tell us a little bit about yourselves, what you do, what you study, and then let's talk about how One Star Archaeology got started and what it is, because it's such a fun idea and we both, Amber and I both love it so much. Um, hi, I'm Shannon. Uh, I'm a grad student in archaeology at Bryn Mawr, um, and I work mostly on uh, ancient Greek religion and how it sort of intersects with uh, myth, uh, the landscape, uh, different cult practices. And I just started a dissertation on uh, border sanctuaries in ancient Greece. And I'm Zach. I'm also a PhD student at uh, Bryn Mawr College. Um, And I I work in Central Asia and Uzbekistan. Um, My dissertation's on rural vernacular architecture in Hellenistic Central Asia. Uh, So I look at a lot of pit houses and things that a lot of people would consider boring. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hi, my name's Addie. Uh, I'm a PhD student in classical studies at the University of Pennsylvania, and I'm currently finishing up a dissertation on um, epic parody during the classical period. Um, And I'm also interested in literary translation, um, and I'll be back in Greece next year doing a project on parody um, and mythological burlesque in Greek vase painting. What? 
<laughs> uh, hello, y'all. I'm Sam. I'm a PhD student at Brown University um, in ancient history, and I study mostly um, writing as a um, cultural practice, specifically in Western Anatolia. Cool. So, Addie, can you tell us a little bit about how One Star Archaeology got started and what it actually is? <laughs> yeah, One Star Archaeology is um, an Instagram account um, that chronicles one star reviews of archaeological sites around the world. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> uh, we got to know each other through the American School of Classical Studies in Athens, um, which runs sort of an intensive study abroad program for PhD students um, and master's students that work on the ancient Greek world. So we all connected that way. Um, and we were traveling a lot around Greece. And I was saving the sites in Google Maps lists on my phone as we visited them. And so from there, it was a pretty easy jump to start reading the reviews <laughs> of the sites that we visited. Um, and so the account kind of got started with a focus on Greece, um, but um, it has expanded to uh, the entire world, which is lovely. I should say we spend a lot of time together on a bus. <laughs> driving around Greece and so this was just one of sort of many activities that we came up with to amuse ourselves on the bus <laughs> and one that everybody enjoyed instead of singing sea shanties I get yeah. <laughs> we're just like bickering it's like yeah. also petty arguments yeah. or yeah. reading what, reviews which, or uh or the game that really put everyone at each other's throats which was if you could trade uh any existing uh, text for one that's been lost. Um, <laughs> what would you trade? Oh, let's play we'll that play later. <laughs> well, awesome. So, um, again, love what you do. Um, big fans. Recently I sent Anna a post and then learned that Anna's been sending me posts from you via Instagram, which I've not looked at for like months and months and months and months and months. And so I was like, oh, who knew? We both like this all along. Um, and so since we have you here today, Anna and I wanted to join in on the fun and give our listeners a little ear treat during our January hiatus. So the first part of this episode will be on the main feed, as you may have noticed, but the <laughs> full episode, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the full episode will be available to Patreon subscribers. So a, a growing group that you can join by going to patreon.com slash the dirt podcast. Yeah. And listeners, if you're on social media, go follow at one Starkeology. So at the number one star keology on Twitter and then at the word one O-N-E Starkeology on Instagram. I never noticed that. We, <laughs> one of them was like unavailable or something. And that's why it's different. Um, We'll have those both linked on our show notes for this episode, but go follow. It's so funny and it will bring you joy. Sometimes it's like kind of poignant almost and like how, like, yeah. what a bad take it is. It's like, wow, <laughs> this is, but mostly funny. Um, yeah, mostly funny. So let's get started. Addie, you're up first. Yeah, so we'll just get started sharing some um, of our favorite reviews. Um, for the one that I picked out for today, I chose to go with one that's not yet on Instagram, a site that's not yet on Instagram, but hopefully we'll put it up soon. Um, and that's a Roman temple in Evora, Portugal. 
Um, this is a temple located in the city's central square. It seems to be first century CE, and it is often called the Temple of Diana, but its actual dedicant is disputed. Um, it had a number of interesting uses over the years. It was incorporated into the city's medieval fortifications as a tower, and it was a butcher shop from the 14th yeah. to early 19th centuries. Um, I would have liked to see that. Uh, so restorations began in the late 19th century, and now the base and three sides of the colonnade are standing with 13 Corinthian columns and an architrave. So one reviewer says, meh, it's nice, but it doesn't do anything. It just sits there. Um, which is sort of funny. I'm not sure what they what else it's supposed to do. Um, another reviewer says in Spanish, I'm just going to read the English. Um, the monument is small and nothing spectacular. Um, as a side note, the temple is 50 by 80 feet in area and the base alone is 11 feet tall. Um, and the with the columns, it is taller than most of the modern buildings on the square around it. So what we're learning now is that people expect ancient monuments to, I don't know, dance around, be somehow interactive and yeah. also to be much larger than they are. <laughs> yeah. And, and there is a museum directly next door. So it's not like there's, there's no information or anything about it. Um, yeah. Um, and the, the final review I want to read says again in Spanish and I'll just read the English. I haven't visited it. <laughs> 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 well, thank you. A lot of these, actually. This, this is one of those that I'm just like, did were you there and you feel that you didn't visit it? You just witnessed it. Like this is where I'm just like, <laughs> are you doing no, something? I think, you're, I think you're reading too much into it, Amber. I think ah. maybe Google sometimes sends people like if they've been near a place, they're like, how did you enjoy Joanne's fabrics? And then like old people or people who are unfamiliar with how that works are just like, I wasn't there. And they think they're responding to Google, but they're, they're putting up a review. Unsubscribe. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't go. Yeah. This is a common, a common review. I think we have one on the Instagram for, is it Mycenae? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. It's, it's, it's very like, I haven't been, but I just don't like the sound of it. <laughs> Why are you on here? Go play outside. <laughs> Uh, okay, Shannon. Um, so I have two. Uh, the first one is up, but I'm going to share some reviews that didn't sort of make the cut. Um, and so this is for the Sanctuary of Poseidon at Calavria, which is on the island of Poros in Greece. Um, it sits on a high saddle in the middle of the island and it has amazing views of the Saronic Gulf, but there's not a ton left of the superstructure because um, it was mostly kind of robbed out in early modern times and you can find a lot of the blocks actually in buildings on nearby islands. <laughs> um, and it has, so it has some uh, early Mycenaean tombs, it has uh, 8th century and later dedications, and then the cult buildings themselves are from 6th through 4th centuries BC. And it was the headquarters of an Amphictyony or a religious league. And it was also the death place of the order Demosthenes. Um, and there might have been a hero shrine for him um, after his death. So the first review is, you will never see anything special. Only some stones. Waste of time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, beautifully devastated by Poseidon's wrath. Three... <laughs> oh. Crying, laughing emojis. 
Oh, oh that wasn't gotta... you, that wasn't your commentary. That's in. The- oh no, <laughs> that's original to the review. They were uh, very. They thought they were very clever. Or, or maybe they're like they're like weeping with or agony. Maybe it was Poseidon, and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never suspect I destroyed my own sanctuary. (laughs) Um, The ruins weren't the greatest. Not much left, but the Panasonic views of the surrounding islands made it worth it. Oh, no. Panasonic views. Oh, no. (laughs) I really enjoyed that. A little malapropism. Oh, no. (laughs) And also, like, their device, hopefully, auto I capitalized it. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Brand name. <laughs> um, and then the review that I ended up putting in the in the Instagram post, which um, hit me very personally because I have done a lot of research on this site, <laughs> was Poseidon's Temple is a couple of rocks. Some of them are more important rocks, so they have roofs. They face a rock. Uh, oh my god okay i thought that i would like keep it together oh my god <laughs> if you wrote this review please reach out to us yeah. Yeah, this you. like how you're correct but also how dare you <laughs> someone was just feeling themselves that day and was like oh yeah. Ooh, high five me. <laughs> Yeah, you <laughs> they got had, dragged they had, by. <laughs> I feel dragged. They had shared a picture of the of the little rooft rocks. Oh, I looked at my own photos, and I had the. Same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so good. It's a secretly you, Shannon. <laughs> I like to think that both of you were there looking at the roof rocks on the same day. It's possible. You two just had very different takes. It's <laughs> like, yes, sacred site. These rocks are dumb. That one has a roof. What's under there? Uh, well, and then <laughs> <laughs> my my next one is, is uh, I feel less personally attacked. I was actually uh, very close to this site, but did not make it there. Um, and it's the... Uh, so you reviewed it, obviously? Yeah, go. <laughs> um, Clav- I didn't have time. <laughs> Clava Cairns in Scotland uh, are the prehistoric burial cairns of the Balnoran of Clava. Um, I was there. It's so it's it's right outside Inverness, and I was um, f- five minutes down the road at Culloden Moor visiting the battlefield, but I ran out of time before the last bus of the day, so I did not make it. Um, but it is a uh, Bronze Age cemetery, um, starting about 2000 BC. Um, there's some uh, ring cairns, some passage graves, and standing stones. Um, and it, it does look very beautiful. Um, so some of the reviews, average location and nothing, capitalized, worth visiting and mentioning. And yet. I feel like you both visited <laughs> and mentioned it. <laughs> what a self-own. <laughs> <laughs> you love to see it. Um, and then one that we seem to find for almost every site, this type of review, not too much going on, just a pile of rocks. Mm, we yes. could rename our Instagram account, just a pile, a pile of, rocks. of rocks. I know. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> Stones. Um, the next one is, it was an okay experience. The place for an archaeological enthusiast. <laughs> is 
So, mm, are we to? I don't know if it's like the place or it's <laughs> it's the place for this type of person, which I am not. Um, At least they had an okay time. Yeah, that's but nice. Yeah. Not enough. Yeah. Just okay. Just okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the next one is very enigmatic and I would love some, um, some feedback on what it could mean. Uh, <laughs> it needs finished and the council should return the gold and rebuild their mess. This sounds like a Google translate situation. <laughs> it may have been, or it's a time traveler. It sounds like the a free dispute. Yeah, it may be. Mystical. Yeah. The, the council of seven should return <laughs> the gold to the druidess. Don't be a mess. <laughs> um, I like I like this like like extremely conservative take where they're just like things oh, were better. Yeah, in the Bronze Age, <laughs> <laughs> all down Good old days. Yeah, boy, Amber, I hope you're ready for some conservative takes because boy do i have some it was like that with the scara bray review too where somebody yeah. was just like it's not like it used to be what were you there that's kind of the whole thing my dude <laughs> it is not like no <laughs> i'll just finish with this last one because i am not interested in ruins it was just a construction site self-aware i mean yes i've been there i get that <laughs> more of a deep i've definitely been site. to sites where i have that feeling about it be like well cool <laughs> <laughs> not for me this was inhabited That's yeah. yeah all right uh next up is sam okay uh so i have two reviews to read one's about a site one's about a museum yes. um so and neither of them are up on instagram yet so the first one is about the West Beret in Siem Reap, uh, Cambodia, which is part of the um, Angkor complex. Mm -hmm. um, so Beret just means reservoir in Khmer. And this is a huge man-made reservoir to the west of Angkor and Angkor Wat. And there's actually another one on the east side, equally as large. Um, and when I say huge, I mean it's almost eight kilometers by two kilometers. So it's just massive and like you can see it from space and stuff. <laughs> So, um, and according to Wikipedia, it could have held between 12 and 14 billion gallons of water. That's so that sounds like a large number to me. Yep. Um, and in addition, in the middle of the reservoir, there's a temple that's kind of built on this platform. So when it was, when it was filled, it would have been kind of this temple on an island. Mm -hmm. um, and there was a huge statue of uh, Vishnu found inside too, which is cool. Um, and this was all built probably in the 11th century uh, CE. So really huge. Um, then the, I only have one review of it, which just says, it's just a large artificial lake. Nailed it. <laughs> which yes, it I is. don't understand the just. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. What will impress these people? What do you want? <laughs> like any human made thing that could be seen from space is pretty incredible mm. but not this person i mean maybe this person would have preferred ruins maybe we should have sent them to lava cairns mm. <laughs> maybe they wanted to be like lake. as i'm not interested in human-made lakes it was just a large artificial lake would love to see some stones <laughs> yeah <laughs> distinctly lacking in stones mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Okay, uh, so the next one is the Montreal Museum of History and Archaeology in, unsurprisingly, Montreal, Canada, <laughs> um, which I think is a rather cool museum because it's built on top of some remains. So there's a sewer and a custom house from the 18th, from the 19th century. Sorry, um, and these are incorporated into the museum and you can kind of go down and wander around. Um, and it's cool, but some other people were not as impressed. So <laughs> the first review is, the bossiest museum I have been in anywhere in the world. <laughs> huh. I've been to some bossy museums. <laughs> I wonder if that's because of personnel there, or is it like, were the signs particularly blunt? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of, of one-star reviews about personnel. Oh, yeah. A lot of them, yeah. About rude, rude guards. Um or things like that. Once in a while, it seems like an actual problem. And so yeah. we don't post those. So. Yeah. <laughs> there are many very reasonable complaints in yeah. the world <laughs> among Google reviews, I should be clear. Yeah. Oh, you guys just single out the silly ones. Yeah. 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 Silly are things that can, yeah, be distilled to these kind of, some of them end up feeling like weird aphorisms. <laughs> yeah. Or just like weird existential <laughs> crises. Yeah. Um, the second review is there is basically nothing there, just old walls. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. I wish I'd spent 20 bucks on a burger or something. <laughs> I wish you had too, friend. <laughs> One burger is $20. A tourist I mean, burger. Right. <laughs> Also, why are you looking for burgers in Montreal? Get some poutine yeah, or something. Yeah, get the poutine. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It sounds like their problems neither began nor ended with this museum. <laughs> Maybe the problem is Montreal. The only trouble is the trouble you bring to Montreal. <laughs> um, the, the last review is, this place has aged badly. It was more beautiful at first. When? In, in the 19th century? Yeah. When? Yeah. I, yeah. It was beautiful when it was a sewer. Preferred the sewer <laughs> yeah. when it was functioning. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> oh, people are so cranky. I just don't know what people expect. Truly. Or want. Mm. Or want. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> would you like to share more disappointed people with us, Zach? Oh yeah, sorry. Yep. So uh, <laughs> um, it was tough for me to pick a review, but I I, I went I went for personal because uh, I, I I lived in Scotland for a little while. So I picked um, Roslyn Chapel in Mid Midlothian, Scotland, uh, which is a beautiful uh, mid fifteenth century chapel um, in the town of Roslyn, uh, which is in southern Scotland, and it's 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 really rich in history and legend. Um, it was founded by the wealthy. Uh, Sinclair family, uh, who are Catholic, um, and Catholic worship, uh, for the public was stopped after the Scottish Reformation in 1560 and remained in the family until the mid 19th century. And then after that, it reopened as a Scottish, uh, Episcopalian church. Um, now it's just open to the public. Um, you can go through and you see like, uh, this incredible interior stonework, uh, which is rich in intricate symbolism, 
uh, that combines a lot of Christian imagery, but also with like Celtic and Norse pagan iconography, Mm -hmm. um, which has led to a lot of speculation over the years. And so because of that, it's become the target of like pseudo historical, like Dan Brown type stuff, Uh, you know, because it was in the Da Vinci Code um, as like the location of the 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 holy grail or mary magdalene or so i don't Secret know bloodline. but um, <laughs> yeah but so you know it's got all these stories around it and the review is <laughs> trading just on its reputation i'm afraid <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, aren't we all yeah yeah true <laughs> goals i don't know yeah i mean <laughs> This is one of the most beautiful churches <laughs> probably in all of the UK, um, certainly in Scotland. Uh, so I don't, I don't really know where we're coming from. Um, who knows? I don't know. There's a cool murder mystery about this church too, but we don't have to. No, go on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that He's got a document open. Yeah. <laughs> Since you asked, would you like like to hear the story? (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so, so one of the great legends about this chapel, and maybe this is the reputation they're referring to, um, (laughs) is uh, this story about one of uh, one of the the stone carvers who was hired uh, to work on the colonnade on the inside. And so, there's these 14 interior column interior columns that are like intricately carved, and so uh, a master and his apprentice were, were hired to work on this, but the master, you know, being a master, just kind of kicked back and didn't actually do the work and left it to the apprentice. Um, and so uh, he gave the apprentice this template for, uh, you know, how to co- carve the, uh, the stones, but apparently the apprentice didn't look at the template. He just like kind of like memorized what he was supposed to do and he did a beautiful job. And somebody told the master this, and the master didn't believe it, so he decided to go and check it for himself. And it turns out the apprentice was very good. And in a jealous rage, the master murdered his apprentice. <gasps> and so the punishment was that the master's face was carved into the stone opposite the column. And so he's forced to look at his apprentice's work for an eternity. Whoa. Yeah. Who knows if that's true or not, but it's a great story. Uh, yeah. yeah. It kind of sucks. He was memorialized. Yeah, but, yeah, but the, yeah. The well, apprentice wasn't. <laughs> he is forever that apprentice who got murdered. But, but for eternity, he's <laughs> well, known his as work lives on. yeah. He's he's known oh, as right, the right. that killed the his. real indictment of true crime. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, we, that is going to do it for our one star episode, which we hope you'll agree was five stars worth of fun. <laughs> so oh thank gosh, you. Ah. I know, I know, I wrote that. I'm I'm not proud of it. <laughs> This is Chris Webster with the APN. I'm also a project manager for several industries. I wouldn't be able to keep on track with really anything if it wasn't for Motion. With Motion, I just say what I need to do, how long I think it will take, what sort of priority I think it has, and Motion builds my day for me. It'll even build in breaks because, let's be honest, it's hard to remember to stop to eat lunch sometimes. So head over to arcpodnet.com slash motion for a free trial and a discount if you sign up. You'll kick back a small amount to the APN if you do. That's arcpodnet.com slash motion. Hey, fans of APN Podcasts, we've got lots of designs over at our Tee Public store. Every purchase helps out the APN with a few cents back to us. 
Check out the high-quality t-shirts, stickers, phone cases, coffee mugs, and a lot more. There are lots of colors to choose from in most of those items, and Tee Public often runs 30% discounts. So check out the store at arcpodnet.com slash shop. That's arcpodnet.com slash shop, and click on the link. Thank you. <laughs> All of you fine one star folks for joining us to record this, taking time out of your Sundays. Um, having us, yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, oh, it's a pleasure. Oh, yeah, truly, the pleasure was yes. ours. And listeners, oh, it was go ours. follow those accounts, we'll have them linked. But it's various spellings of one star keology, <laughs> <laughs> which we know a little bit about that over here at uh, the dirt pod, dirt podcast, and the dirt podcast <laughs> like we names were taken yeah. yeah yeah um but for everyone else uh we'll be back in february with brand new episodes for everyone and so if you miss us and can't wait till then you can get all 121 plus back episodes uh which are all archived over at thedirtpod.com and while you're there or if you're not there go to there <laughs> thedirtpod.com and check out all the spiffy updates we and by we i mean 99% amber and a little bit me uh, that we made there's an interactive map that we'll be adding to oh, forever and ever and ever that covers all the places in the world that we've covered on the show we are slowly catching up i think we're on episode, we're episode 49 no no <laughs> uh, there's an about section where you can learn about us <laughs> There are links so you can sponsor episodes or if you're an educator, you can click on the link to our modular syllabus that has topics in anthropology and archaeology that have corresponding episodes that you might like to use as supplements to your classes. And I what I'm trying to say is I'm very, very impressed with Amber's web skills. And thank goodness I didn't have to do that. Wow. It's all Squarespace. <laughs> and not sponsored. As always. You can find all our social media on the website because I fixed it. Or you can find us on Facebook at The Dirt Podcast, on Twitter at Dirt Podcast, and on Instagram at The Dirt Pod. Yes, thank you so much, Shannon, Zach, Addie, and Sam. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> we love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. This episode was produced by Chris Webster from his RV Traveling America, Tristan Boyle in Scotland, and the Archaeology Podcast Network, and was edited by Chris Webster. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archpodnet.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Please consider leaving a review on your favorite podcasting app. You could also consider becoming a member so we can keep content like this free and available to all. Check out pricing and info at arcpodnet.com slash members. Thanks again and have a great day.